0: weird I got to start out with a, with an apology don't let me forget why
1: would you interrupt mark patch like that
0: cuz I, I didn't want you to forget to to, oh, right. you to said remind me you wanted to apologize about oh that. that's it yeah okay uh, a couple of weeks ago i don't know one of the last episodes we were talking about how great the 80s were because yeah. they're fantastic they are they and we we're talking about the music and i apparently said that caitlin said that the 90s were better that's what she told me i didn't go back and listen i'm just gonna trust her and, why, and why would you misquote her like that? I don't know. I, I, that's what she said. Because she said that. Somebody at work told me. Well, it's the 80s was what she meant to say. It was what she said. Oh, no, right? She loves the 80s. Who wouldn't? I think it was Jason. Jason Voorhees? No. Jason at work. He said he thought
1: the 90s yeah. were better.
0: Well, that sounds like something that Jason, yeah. that Jason yeah. would say. Yeah, it must have been Jason. Caitlin asked Jason if he said that. But anyway, Caitlin. We're not going to wait. Though. This you is an, next time. an official apology to Caitlin. Why don't you ever apologize to me for all the things you done wrong? I don't need wrong? to ever apologize to you. Oh, I've got a list. <laughs> hey, we got listener email this week. We do? How about this? This comes to us from Greg G. Willie Williams. He That sounds like a like a poem or a story or something. Greg he starts G. Willie out Willie Williams. He starts out with 513. No, I'm not going to I'm not going <laughs> to give I'm not giving out his phone number. No, don't give am no, not. No, Re, I'm uh, remarking on your pod Oh, wait, wait. Wait. Before I read this letter. This letter has a theme.
1: Apparently. Watch out. Oh, the snake. Freaky. Freaky snake hole. hole. He said. Freaky. Freaky. Snake hole. Snake hole. Freaky snake
0: hole. (laughs) Freaky snake hole. All right. Remarking on your podcast where you don't like snakes as pets. I have to disagree, says G. Willie. G. Willie Winky. What's his name? Uh, Greg G. Willie Williams. Williams.
1: Sorry, I didn't mean to call you Winky.
0: (laughs) Though I will be thrown to the curb for this, I have a very good history with a snake as a pet. Hey, hold on. Let me go get the curb. First thing I want to ask him, how long has he been worshipping Satan? Yeah, how long? My father bought us a boa constrictor on a local PBS fundraising auction for my sister. First of all. You bought you first of all, you bought that
1: story from your father. Who, like PBS bought like PBS sell snakes. Who, <laughs> and he brings a snake home trying to get it to eat the kids.
0: Who was who was doing her turn as a queen of the weird phase at the time. Okay. Most young ladies go through that.
1: Well, you know, my oldest one's weird like that. She's got well, a she's dumb not. old bow and constrictor. She's got a Well, that's true. She's that's got true. a bow constrictor. Yeah, you know, she she sends us a picture of today. What? The thing with a mouse tail hanging out of its mouth. That's mouse. disgusting. I mean, why does anybody want to see that? I don't. I'm glad you didn't show me. What'd the mouse do? That mouse had more value than that snake did. Artie,
0: I'm getting back to the letter from Greg G. Willie.
1: Okay, go ahead, G. Willie, Winky, well, Willie well, Williams. Artie,
0: mistakenly named as a male, was purchased for $50. That's a pretty good deal for a bogus
1: constrictor. I would not know. I've not been in the market for No, but I've seen them at the shops. For someone who thinks that they're Satan, you seem to know a lot about their market value. When no one else bid on her. Dad bought her
0: as a curiosity and an educational lesson for the family. He thought he could make boots or a belt out of
1: her if it didn't
0: work out. We could not have had a better relationship with an animal. Artie was a great pet. All caps, great. You report about uh, boas are actually correct. She was very affectionate. No, I don't believe that. Seeking warm places to sleep. Like around your neck. She would routinely climb into clothing and nap. I know you guys would count this as creepy behavior. You're correct, Greg G. Willie. Yeah, yeah. It wasn't, he says. She was very affectionate and not threatening. Did she fetch? Artie was about six feet long and not very bulky. At her strongest, she wasn't able to constrict to any degree of threatening capability. I don't think she ever tried. When Artie was with my sister in her dorm room at college, she must have gone to hell state. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <clears throat> hell you. <laughs> she went missing before my sister moved Wait, home to si- the summer sister went missing? no no artie my sister believed she was stolen six months later we found her in a dresser full of clothes that my sis had brought home it's like those turtles yes it is yeah yeah artie uh, had apparently broken past the screen of her container and settled into a clean pile of laundry that went home and became unpacked hey listen if you think that that snake
1: accidentally got through the screen, that's that snake was plotting. That. Absolutely, And It was. It's it, in that snake little brain. Yep. Yep. About the size yep, of a yep, of yep. a grain
0: of sand. Yep, 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 it yep. said, "I'm going to give them a little taste of what I can do." Yeah. I I got I got a taste of something, and it's evil. That's what I got. So anyway, already lived for 17 years. Oh, how unfortunate! That's a long nightmare. That's Bo- a long nightmare. Boas are known to live past 20, and are one of the longest lived snakes. Would have never guessed she would have been such a great pet. I learned a lot about snakes because of her, including that they can be
1: trained. To what? Eat people? <laughs> she
0: knew. Well, well they trained no, those. No, no. S- <laughs>
1: Watch, she can crawl on her belly. Watch yeah. this. <laughs> crawl on your belly. All right, play dead. Look, she's not moving. I mean, I, d- explain to me what affection you have to talk to. I know what I'm saying, but I, I, I have to ask this question. How do you, how, what about a snake with no facial expressions, is affectionate. I, I, what did I, I don't know. I have no answer for that. I mean, I'm glad that that, uh, that little satanic noodle was allowed to live and they
0: liked it and all. But he, he goes on, she knew when we opened one end of her cage above her, she expected to be picked up and handled. If we open the other end, she would expect dinner. I cannot express more that she was a great experience. You guys ever hit the Cincinnati area? I will
1: show you how we do barbecue in Cincinnati. We should take a trip just for that. He's, uh, you know, because you, you and I were wondering, remember? Yes. What, whatever became of him. Yes, yes. And we found out he was actually on the air. Living, in, in, he was living on the air. Yeah, living yeah. on Cincinnati. Yeah, Yeah. yeah. WKRP? I, I think so. Yeah. Yeah. I'm not really sure. I think that might have been it. I love getting listener uh listener emails. Well, it just seems like it's uh at least gives you some evidence that at least one person's listening. We had a great email from
0: our band leader, Mark Patch, but he said not to share it on the air. Well I don't recall that. It, oh yeah. He had a <laughs> he had a he had a token Craig story. Oh, right. that's right. That yeah. story.
1: You know what it actually was a token. Not token as in
0: <laughs> Right. You, no, no, y'all were not token.
1: It, what no, no, it wasn't token like a token Craig story, like a uh a symbolic or a, a, a expected yeah, yes. story. Oh, true. Yeah, it, was, it wasn't a token story. It was it was about video game tokens, and the the funny thing is, in the back of my what's left of my brain, I want to feel like I remember that happening, but I don't really. But you know, we worked at the game room not at the same time. We're not supposed
0: to talk about it on air,
1: and apparently, we are. <laughs> apparently, the last time Mark ever saw me, and the way he worded that, it sounded like I died. That was the last time I ever saw Craig alive. <laughs> yeah. Well, he moved away. Well, and so apparently when I worked at the game room, you know, we kept. To- pocket full of tokens. Pocket full of. Yeah. Yeah. And, um, and apparently I walked up to him and, and just gave him like a handful and just put them in his coat pocket or something. And yeah. He, I said, That was our prerogative, man. We kind of ran the place. Yeah, we could give games away. Sure. I and mean, we could give free games away. Like samples. I don't know why I gave him tokens instead of just opening the game. I guess because I wanted him to be able, be able to play all the different games sure. he wanted. yeah. I could have just opened it up with the key and just, you know, triggered the credits on the thing. His, his story about me
0: uh, was much funnier, by the way. I don't remember that story, though. Well, I don't know that I've ever told you the story. Wait, just what were the highlights? Okay, real we're quick. boring everybody. Uh, this was back in the 80s when computers were new.
1: Yeah. JCPenney. Oh, this is when you guys were typing <laughs> stuff into the... Co- now, this wasn't the Odyssey 2 video game, was it, that you were doing? Because Dillard's had the Odyssey 2 video game and it had the voice modula- modulator. I don't know. Or, or voice modulator. It could have. And you could actually type in stuff and it would say it. It may have been. I don't remember yeah. the... the I don't you turn really it all realize. the way up and
0: just run off after it was said And we on. took off, yeah. We, we put a bunch of uh, stuff in there. A bunch Stuff. Yes,
1: yes. As kids are, you know, want to do. We should do a podcast that no one will listen to about us just talking about 80s malls. We already do. Oh, <laughs> right, we do. <laughs> hey, if you guys want to hear more about 80s malls, just uh, drop us a line at, hey, we want to hear more about 80s malls at gmail.com. That's not really an address. Don't do that. Seriously,
0: though, send us an email. Um, we love getting listener emails. And you could just go to our website at weirdnewspodcast.com. And there's nothing there but shows and
1: and but there is a place where you can contact us yeah you can or you can just contact us on facebook like everyone does. that's true you can do that too hey why don't we get to the top story (laughs) they met on a dating app then he robbed a bank on their first date and forced her to be the getaway driver you thought your worst first date story was bad a massachusetts woman became an unexpected getaway driver after a man she met on a dating app seems legit robbed a bank (laughs) on their first (laughs) date Christopher Allen Castillo is you think it's Castillo or Castillo? Because usually the L's are silent in that. Do you not have a page before that? No. Oh, I do. <laughs>
0: well, this is the top you're gonna, story. Yeah, now. You're right. That that was sp- actually supposed to be. The, yeah, I the knew, top story. Okay. Now, yeah. before you get continue with that story, this entire episode was submitted by Carrie Walker. It doesn't say that on here. Um, If you look above top story. Well, uh,
1: okay. Yeah. And I apologize. <laughs> I just changed the top story. So here we go. We're going to say entire episode submitted by Carrie Walker. So here we go. go. I feel dumb now. Okay. So what happened was before the show, we were having technical difficulties and we couldn't get show notes to communicate over the interwebs. Remember that? I do. Yeah. Remember that? And, um, So along the way, things got kind of scattered and battered and fried and slathered and whatever. And it's just not working. Something like that. So I'm going to start. This is our top story. Are you
0: going to? Why don't you just use the other story you started? Then I'll go back to
1: this one. Uh, That's what I just said. Okay, go ahead. So uh, a Massachusetts woman became. Okay, so you know she. Okay, we we got past the part on a dating app. She met the guy and they robbed their first bank. Christopher Castillo, uh, the unnamed woman's would be Robin Hood. If He's Ken to Miguel. Well, is it Castillo or Castillo? Castillo. Yes. The L's are silent usually. Okay. Um, The unnamed woman's would-be Robin Hood pled guilty this week to armed robbery and three counts of assault and battery on a police officer, all committed on their first date on December 5th, (laughs) Like four years ago, 2016, according to the uh, Bristol County District uh, Attorney's Office. Thanks, Carrie, for the real current stories. (laughs) Castillo was sentenced to three years in state prison for the robbery. Uh, Well, he's out now. Uh, Plus two years in the Bristol County House of Corrections for violently struggling against and spitting on police who tried to subdue him, according to the district attorney's office. This is hilarious. The woman wasn't charged. The <laughs> quote-unquote worst date ever story was enough punishment. It all started when the woman told police she picked up Castillo from his parents' home first First thing right there. That's a problem. That is an issue. In Rhode Island, okay, she drove him 30 minutes east towards North Attleboro, Massachusetts. Uh, she said he drank wine in the passenger seat. <laughs> sign number two. Of her Nissan Maxima, which is also illegal, but he wasn't charged for that one. The two had never met in person before that faithful day in 2016, she told police. So why would she think anything was wrong when he told her to pull over as they approached a bank? He got out of the car, left her there for a few minutes. Then suddenly he came running back, sweating with sunglasses. He was literally sweating sunglasses out of his pores. That's pretty amazing. A hat and a gun and a $1,000 of cash in hand, the woman said. Go! He told her, but he said it more colorfully. She panicked. She told police. So she did what she was told. That that seems like a normal reaction. Um, The district attorney's office fills in the blanks on what happened while he was inside the bank. Um, Castillo walked into the Bristol County Savings Bank branch in North Attleboro and showed a bank teller a gun. Hey, you like this? (laughs) I can get you one of these. If this isn't your style, I could get you another one. How much you get me for this one? Yeah. He demanded $1,000 and said he needed it badly. I need it real bad. Uh, he was really hurting, he told the teller. The teller handed him the money. Uh, then he ran back to his date's maxima and ordered her to step on it. <laughs> His accidental accomplice obeyed step at first. Step on the money? Yeah, just step on the money. Step on it. Yeah. Gets Don't all the, do it. He gets all the dye off of it. Step on it. Yeah, step on it. His accidental accomplice obeyed at first, but once she spotted flashing sirens from North Attleboro police cruisers on their tail, she immediately pulled over and walked away from the car. That's the way to get shot. <laughs> Castillo stayed inside and ducked from the police. They'll never see me uh police pulled him out of the uh his hapless dates car as he violently struggled spit on them and told them his gun wasn't loaded according to the district attorney's it's okay. office
0: okay it's okay it's not loaded <laughs> I'm, I'm, I'm okay am okay. Young, let me <laughs> okay. go you
1: guys that was just it's just, it just <laughs> look it's just it's not real it's look. a joke i just want to show I was, her don't
0: you guys have a sense of humor i showed her my gun and then i told her i was hurting really bad yeah and she gave me a thousand bucks i didn't like it. she was having pity on me it was nice she's very very and now i've got a date with this Very shook up young lady. Yes. And I'm a little
1: drunk because I've been drinking wine. Well, after he was subdued and handcuffed, police searched the car and found a 44 caliber handgun, an antique belonging to Castillo's stepfather, the hat and sunglasses that matched the description of what the robber was wearing. Oh, and that $1,000, police found that in Castillo's wallet. Good grief. Years He's after... He's got one of those uh, George Costanza wallets. Big fat wallet. Yeah. Years after the date from hell, Castillo ended up sentenced to five years of incarceration. His date got off uh, without a charge and probably with a healthy, with a healthy skepticism toward online dating. Could you imagine trying to explain yourself? How cool is it that we don't have to date... I don't like guys. I, mean, I don't want to.
0: We've been married. We, oh, oh, you
1: meant? I thought you meant we date. I was like, if it, let's just say, let's say
0: uh, this is a horrible nightmare. But let's say something happened to your daughter, Glenna. My daughter. Yeah, you're funny. <laughs> <laughs> well, what, what would you do? Nobody understands. So you get nobody
1: gets that reference. <laughs> it wasn't for anybody. It was for you. <laughs> anyway, so no Ex- one. Explain the reference. First of all, I'm not going to date you. Second of all. <laughs> I'm married to a woman. The reference was that apparently some, some elderly woman at a retirement center, we were showing my mother looked over at my wife and said, it was so nice to meet your, your parents. And it was me and my mother because I have gray hair. Yes, you do. And Glenna has like just a few gray hairs. So that's not very much. You know, you could diet and you should diet. I should. Remember I told you it was gonna be shocking how much weight I lost by March. Yeah. It's shocking how little I've lost. <laughs> i've been i've been stress eating for like a month straight i've just got so much thing you've got a lot on. i got a lot going on right now and and so once i get all this done i'm going to go back to that uh lou ferrigno stage i'm going to be like you know all that i'm sorry are you going to work out oh no i was just going to go back to watching (laughs) the incredible hulk what did you think i meant
0: (laughs) headline is
1: did you go back to the top i did (laughs)
0: back to the top all right everybody take it from the top Headline is, you can now buy a dog
1: collar that will swear every time your dog barks. Why? Why, When you could do it for him. (laughs) And why would you want that? I don't get it. I'd rather have a dog collar that one of the collars that has the camera on it so you can watch what your dog does all day. That'd be fun. Yeah. 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 For every treat your good boy deserved but didn't
0: get, for every itch that you didn't scratch, your dog can now vent out all its frustration and cuss words. Oh, I see. So if it barks, your dog will look at you and bark and it'll say, gosh darn it, or something. Yeah. But
1: again, why would I want a collar that does that?
0: For sixty bucks though, that's not bad. Sixty bucks sixty
1: bucks to to have
0: your thing yell at you. That's about what we pay for her flea collar. Sixty bucks the cuss collar, which fastens around a dog's neck. Well, isn't that unique? Yeah. <laughs> we'll spit out swear a swear word every time your dog barks. It's currently sold out, of course, but those who are in desperate need to have their dog swearing, like a sailor, can sign up for details on the next drop by texting the number listed on the website the pre-recorded words include bs now you don't need to go through the list it's just it's not a good list the f-bomb and the like so why would they say it's got all the majors like it's got all the majors the products website uh states that that uh, the product isn't a shock vibrating trainer collar. And it was no,
1: no of course it's not, not a training it collar. It may at be all.
0: shocking if your neighbor is in the yard and your dog cusses her out. That might be shocking. Uh, it's not intended for anti bark training. It's more of a gag gift that the company behind the collar, MSCHF, is known for. I mean, you know the call, you know the speaker's got to be horrible in it. So it's going to be like, what? I don't know. <laughs> I don't know, man. No, it's no, no, probably pretty bad. There's some little bitty speakers
1: in some cell phones today. Yeah, but that's. They're also $1,200 cell phones. Yeah, but. $60, you think they put the best speaker they could find? What'd you say? You don't have to. uh, What I'm saying is
0: technology has advanced so far that even the cheaper speakers are better than they used to. I know, but I just maybe. I bet it sounds like your dog is Well, it. Why don't you buy one if you love it so much? (laughs) (laughs) So what was this rest of this stuff? The. Oh, this is uh, that's just some of the small print. We're not going to go into any of that. Okay, but I do want to get to one mini weird story. Yeah, yeah, you going to do that one? Yeah, I'll do the mini weird story. You don't think I can do it? No, it's not that. It's just uh, no. I know what you are (laughs) saying. This is from the Facebook page of East Side Fire Department. This is what they posted uh, a few days ago, I guess. At approximately seven forty-five this evening, Engine Nine Thirteen, along with Chief Nine Hundred Five, responded to a single vehicle motor vehicle accident this gonna be a good episode isn't it yes yes uh uh, on (laughs) the street (laughs) The, the crash was due to the vehicle fleeing from law enforcement yeah the driver was ejected from the vehicle and transported to the hospital in critical condition yeah also now this is where it gets weird yeah also as a result of hitting multiple trees The motor was thrown out of the vehicle and went through the front door of a nearby apartment. like a Donnie Darko kind of thing. Striking a resident inside. That resident was also transported with non-life-threatening injuries. Didn't it? Donnie Darko, he had that airplane engine land through his house on him. Yeah, that's a pretty cool movie. You can't say that. Hey, speaking of movies, can I do a quick
1: review? No. I'm watching McMillions. Have you heard All of that? I, yeah, your wife posted that on Holy moly. Facebook. Yeah, I want to see that. It's about the, the lawyers and the people that were behind the scam, the McDonald's, yes. the, the Monopoly scam. Yeah,
0: for for the first 10 or so no years. No one would win because they only were. Only people would win. Uh, I'm not, I can't, I can't no, really go into but it. But here's
1: the thing. It if, was a big it, cheat. I, I'm thinking not only these people should have done jail time, and I hope they did, but at the same time, man, McDonald's should be just. they ought to. These people should be. McDonald's should get big time payback for that. That's well, we haven't seen episode four yet.
0: It comes out next week, but I'll tell you, I disagree with you that the people all of them, not, need not, jail the, pe- time. not the people that played the people that were, that were facilitating. It. Well, here's the, I, I, okay. I'm going to say this. The, oh, oh the, you're, you're on the side of crime. No, no, saying. I'm not. I'm not. I, I'm going to say that the mafia was involved. That, that, uh, no, so they don't talk about them on here. The winners got nothing. So they were they were put up to saying that they won,
1: right? Anybody that did wrong should. I mean, that's a lot of years. Yeah, it is. But the, I mean, but whoever whoever was whoever was in charge of orchestrating it. Yes. No matter how many there were. Yeah. McDonald's is owed a lot. They, yes, they, they are because they, they spent but, but make millions on the advertising and. But, the but pr- you
0: can't be angry with the winners that that took the ticket, to McDonald's said, I won. Did they know? They knew something was going on, but they ended up with nothing. So they were pawns. Yeah, they were pawns, and they didn't get any payment for any of it. Well, as of episode three, no. As a matter of fact, some major bag came out of it for all of them. Anywho, it's wow. very interesting documentary. That's
1: not a. That's actually not a movie review, by the way. That's a documentary I it, review. Uh,
0: I give it five out of Nuggets. five
1: uh, French fries. No nuggets. Uh-uh. Always nuggets. No. that Pink nuggets? No, no they're not pinking, but they use white meat now. That's not true. That is true. Don't, they buy, sweet, that, they, don't buy
0: that fake marketing.
1: Hey. What? Um, what do you got? The next one's like local. Is it really? Well, That's what I said. <laughs> <laughs> Isn't that what I said? Darn it. Woman punches man in Broadway bar over Make America Great Again style birthday hat. I bet you,
0: before I read this, I bet it was uh, Kid Rock's. 'Cause all kinda all kind of craziness yeah, all right. goes down in that place. I mean,
1: you know. We need to go I've got a I've got a I've got a Trump 2020 beanie that I got. I need to find oh, it. Cool. We need to go out and wear that one day and see if I get punched. Yes, like a secret camera. We can just record and see if I get punched. We can take Lala with us with a cussing collar, and yeah, every Lala's time somebody the, hits you, she'll cuss them the, out. She's the honorary dog mascot of the of the, an, is, of the annex. Yes. Yeah. Uh, National, By the way, we're at a, the alternate studio. You're the annex tonight. Hey,
0: and do you remember when we first started this show, what, four years ago? Yeah. We went to Lee Berry, and it's like we owned the place. Yeah, well, They were like we, we did. red carpet. They were like... Drink whatever you want in the studios. We don't care. Then they did the quick deed, took it right off from underneath us. And then all of a sudden, we can't even get a room anymore. No. Can't get a studio over nope. there. Nope, nope, nope. We put them on the map. We pretty much put them on the map. They were famous like in the 50s, 60s. Let's put it this way: they were historical landmark yes, status, yes, and that's all they were. And then they were kind of forgotten about until
1: Weird came along. Yeah, yeah, put them on the map. I know. And now, now look at us. Yeah, I remember the day you were there, and they had the new map, and you went over there and put them on the map. Uh, they were we put them on the map because that's right. it wasn't actually on the map, and you had to add them. We took care of that for them. We did. Hey, in Nashville, Tennessee: a man's surprise birthday mm-hmm. gift led to a surprise attack at a Broadway bar. Broadway. This is Broadway. The road, Broadway, downtown. Yes, downtown Nashville. Broadway. Daniel Sprague. Sounds was, familiar. Was at the stage bar oh, shoot, on Broadway wrong. sporting a gift his wife gave him for his 50th birthday bash, a hat that says make 50 great again. Too, late, hat, too late for you to do that. The, <laughs> yeah. The hat is styled to look like a make America great again hat that supporters of Donald Trump wear. People were just coming up to me and, you know, just loving the little word play on the hat and taking pictures and wishing me happy birthday, Sprague told News Channel 4. However, one woman at the bar was not as amused. (laughs) At one point, Sprague said, a female came up from behind me, spun me around and punched me in the face and then grabbed my hat off my head and I was, no, and was just yelling, how dare you? How dare you? How dare you? Catch me outside. How about that? The punch was hard enough to cut Sprague's face. People have different views. We're not supposed to take it out on each other, Sprague said. Sprague is a retired police officer from New York. She's lucky to turn around and just take her down right there. After the woman punched him, he filed a police report. His message to the woman who punched him, happy birthday would be nice (laughs) and not a punch in the face. There's a picture of him, and he is believing. I saw it. Yeah, You just got to wonder what kind of a a pathetic loser you are to walk up and just hit anybody for no reason. what have we come to? You know what? You know what, Craig? You know, I don't like, I I just, this is just a personal statement. I'm not trying to sell this, but I don't know. I'm not fond of somebody walking. around. If I could, if I see a shirt with Barack Obama or Bill Clinton. Sure. But you know what I'm going to do? Keep walking. Yeah. It, it doesn't affect my day. I'm and not, he, Even if they stop and ask you a question, you'll answer politely because that's what we do. Yeah. It, it, yeah. If you know, it, just walk up to me and say, hey, you really like that. If I've got if I had a Trump hat on, say, hey, you really like that guy. Yeah. I'd be like, yeah, the whole world. But not
0: or, punch let, me. That, let me let me rephrase that. The whole country should take advice from Chrissy Hind. from the pretenders. Yes. Did you hear what she did this week? Well, she was in the middle of the road. <laughs> You know, oh, she had the brass in her pocket. She You're did right. have brass in pocket. You know, Rush Limbaugh. This theme song is there. Is that, uh, our it, country is burning. Or okay, uh, I, don't, I, I don't, think that's the name of the song, but it's a pretender song that don't, dun 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 okay. dun, 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 dun Please you know. don't don't do that again. So, she's never raised Cain about him. Using oh, I know that, that song. So, yeah, I know that song. I actually did recognize it when you did that. She's very liberal. Yeah, well, but what she say? And so people were like, "Why?" Why, why do you let Rush use your Cause, song? Because he pays. This week, she wrote an open letter to President Trump saying that her father would have been very proud of him for giving Rush Limbaugh that medal. And she wanted to thank him. She said that they disagree on everything political. But she, her father loved Rush Limbaugh, and that's why she never complained about yeah. him using that song. And
1: you know what? You know what happens the rest of her day? Not only does she get residuals, sure, but she goes on her with her life. Him like him having, uh, you know, his listeners listening to her music, which, by the way, people of all political sides listen to her music. Sure. Absolutely. So nothing changes. It's just there's this hateful streak. Okay, we're being political, but it's just... Oh, we're going to get letters. We're going to get letters. Uh, (laughs) What's next? You're going to talk about Jesus in a bar? Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Right. What's happening? What's what's next? So uh, anyway... I just what we're really talking about is not politics. We're talking about just uh, human decency. Exactly, and it's just and the hatred
0: that's flowing from one side of uh, of America.
1: Yeah, yeah. Anyway, it's it's the it's the tolerance side. It's can't not, we all? Can't we all get along? Hey, is it time for me to read a story now? Didn't you just read the oh, maga? Uh, well, style? we've been talking so long about this. <laughs> I thought it was
0: my turn again. Headline is. Glitch results in an Ohio couple receiving 55,000 identical letters. At least they got mail. (laughs) You've got mail. You've got 4,000 messages? No, you've got 55,000 messages. An Ohio couple received 55,000 identical letters at the same time due to a glitch in the system of a student loan company. Dan Kane of Twinsburg said that a clerk at a Twinsburg post office told him during a recent visit that all of his mail wouldn't fit through the front door. So he pulled around back and was presented with 55,000 identical letters from College Avenue student loans. The letters from the college uh, or from the student loan company uh, contained a statement for the student loan Kane and his wife Dee had taken out for their daughter. The loan company said the letters were sent erroneously as a result of a system glitch. Kane said that the company told him the statement inside the letters was incorrect. Even this, they couldn't even get the statement right, Craig. No, couldn't get it right. He got 55,000 incorrect letters. Couldn't get
1: it right. Terrible. In the middle of the night. Ah, so in now he's stuck. What he, was that song? In the night. But you couldn't get it right. <laughs> right. Couldn't get, get it right.
0: right. Kane said he is now mulling what to do with the 55,000 incorrect statements. Wow. That's a that's a lot of trees. Yeah. There's a hole in the sky where a tree once stood. <laughs> New York man collects Somebody's more. Somebody's making money.
1: Uh, I'm uncomfortable. <laughs> <laughs> so you missed that story this week. Yeah. That happened to be all over the news. Anyway. New York man collects more than 1,500 unique pizza boxes. What's Kerry's deal with big numbers? Okay. He's, a, he's a little guy. <laughs> yeah, that's true. <laughs> The Guinness world record holder for the world's largest collection of pizza boxes said the collection in his New York home has grown to more than 1,500. The apartment of Scott Weiner in Flatbush. Had to be. Yeah. uh, Flatbush. Only a guy named Weiner would collect pizza boxes. Weenie. (laughs) Is filled with pizza boxes from locations as far away as Antarctica and Faroe Islands. Wiener was awarded the Guinness World Record in 2013 when his collection amounted to 595 different boxes. He said his collection had since ballooned to more than 1,500, allowing him to hold the record. Well, you hold records at your house all the time. I do. You have to hold them to put them on the turntable. Yes. You know, I saw a Kmart ad from the 70s. Records were like $299. Oh, stop. And then that amazing? Yeah. Uh, the collector who started keeping pizza boxes around 11 years ago because he you know, didn't have a girlfriend or anything probably. I guess guess. I'm
0: I'm sitting there trying to figure out why would you even start a hobby? Like
1: that. said, most of his boxes are unused and he has a rigorous cleaning (laughs) process. So he's got some sticky,
0: nasty boxes
1: in his collection. Well, no, he has a rigorous cleaning process. He developed for boxes that formerly contained greasy meals. Uh, His pizza fandom extends to more than just collecting boxes. He leads pizza tours of Brooklyn and Manhattan and has, he has released a book called Viva La Pizza. The art of the pizza box. No, no, I'm, I'm, I'm not getting behind this
0: guy. Normally, I'm behind. If you want to break, a I'll record, get behind him if he's buying the pizza. Well, that's true. Now, I'm a big fan of pizza. Don't get me wrong. Oh, we know, but I'm not keeping a box or no, fifteen hundred. No, no. Good grief. Good gravy. Headline is. Man arrested after he allegedly threw an Xbox at his girlfriend. Why would you waste an Xbox? Why would you waste a girlfriend? Oh, that's true. An 18-year-old man was arrested on early Monday morning after he allegedly attacked his girlfriend when she requested they go spend time with their son. Somebody's a snowflake. (laughs) 18-year-old father got mad that his more mature wife said, hey, honey, let's spend some family time. Why don't you drop the controller and let's go out and throw a Frisbee? Yeah. You know, we have a child. Yeah. Officer Baylor Pittinger was called to a domestic dispute at around 830 on Sunday evening, according to the police affidavit. Upon arrival, he spoke with the victim who said her boyfriend, 18-year-old Robert Allen Taylor. Ta- what? Uh, Robert Allen Taylor. He said Tyler. <laughs> assaulted her after an argument about spending time with their son, according to the affidavit. All right, pay attention, Craig. I'm listening. The victim said that she and Taylor were at their house with friends and that she got angry with him because he stated he was going to spend time with her. He was not
1: going to spend time.
0: Oh, yeah. She got angry because he was not going to spend time with her and their son, but rather hang out with his friends. That's an issue. That's that's going around quite a bit. Taylor left the residence and returned about 30 minutes later when they began to argue with one another. According to the police report, Taylor grabbed her wallet and threw it out the front door and into the neighbor's yard. Catch your wallet outside. How about that? <laughs> Take this. <sighs> Keep it moving. Okay. Move, move along. Move along. And she, in turn, grabbed a bag of his miscellaneous property. Yeah, it was threw, in a bag that said M-I-C, M-I-S-C. Threw it into the, the of neighbor's yard. So they're just throwing... They're just. Treating their neighbor to all kind of good stuff. Yeah. The victim stated Taylor shoved her onto the couch, causing a minor abrasion on her right elbow. And when she tried to get up, he allegedly punched her in the face, causing her nose to bleed. You know what this kid needs? A whooping. Yeah. Somebody needs to get a hold of this boy. Yeah. Officer, He needs to wear her. one of those hats at a birthday party. Yes. Observe dried blood around the edge of her nose and that it appeared to be slightly swollen. The Xbox or her nose? Her nose. It just proves the guy can't hit. The victim stated she'd she be, be perfect for our stormtrooper program. She begged to stop she begged him to stop as Taylor began to throw items around the house. According to the police, the victim said Taylor picked up an Xbox game console and was going to break the TV with it. Oh. Okay. And so I'm he, sure he's got a great job where he can just he, go out and buy another he, TV. This is a guy that needs mental he needs help. And which this guy's this guy needs uh, professional help. And when she tried to stop him, he threw it at her, hitting her in the ribs. Pittinger said that she did not appear to have it any ribs. It wasn't visible. her
1: ribs. It was she had a
0: <laughs> she had a plate of ribs. According to the report, Taylor immediately called his mother to pick him of up, of course, and he left the scene prior to the police arriving. They were unable to locate him at the time. To what? Locate him okay. at the time, but he was found and arrested about 2:45 a.m. The devil's hour. Yeah, Monday morning. He's probably hanging out with a snake. According to the report, Taylor uh, has no other criminal history. He was booked under charges of domestic assault and battery with a dangerous weapon. Wow. Yeah, you know, they, they take that thing seriously, too. Wow. Domestic abuse.
1: You hit the button tonight. <laughs> it's time for the Mark Patch Top Ten. Why'd you just a suddenly drop? Drum- it's a little hot. Yeah, you You're could, coming in a little hot. You need to learn the art of slowly pulling down no, the audio. Sir. No, I'm bringing a- hey, right, it. Hey, wait. Hey, that's much better. Okay, it's the top ten, the Mark Patch top ten, top ten most overlooked classic rock albums. Number number ten, Odyssey and Oracle, the Zombies. What's your name? Who's your Odyssey? Is he Oracle-like?
0: Okay, number nine, an electric. Oh, I know a couple of these. Oh, I've got an important one to talk about. Okay, go ahead. Number nine, an electric storm. By White Noise. Uh, number eight, Animals, Pink Floyd. That's a good album. That's a very good album, but I don't think that it's overlooked classic rock. I hear good things about it all the time. I think this is more about albums we can just talk about. Uh, no, because I only know a couple of them. Number seven, Delica by Primal Scream. I only know their logo with the hand, with the
1: screaming. Yes. Hand. Yeah, that's, yeah. that's, that's pretty cool. Um, and this is another great album. Number six. Some maybe they mean of all their albums they don't get as much love. Well, why, why gir- haven't we heard of some of them? I don't uh, uh, the Rolling Stones. Some girls. Yeah. Uh,
0: number five, the Parable of Arable Land by Red Crayola. Never even heard of them. Red Crayola. I used to color with one, but I've never heard of them. Oh. Yeah. You gonna go on? You're
1: you're at yeah. Number four. I was actually looking at um, number four, Repeater by Fugazi. I've heard of them. I don't know. Uh,
0: number three, Satori. By Flower Traveling Band. Okay, number two is
1: one of my, oh, I'm still so sad. Mark Hollis just died, like, in the past year. Yeah, that's pitiful. Uh, I just posted, actually, a live performance of It's My Life by Talk Talk. That's a good song. Unbelievable. Yeah, because I posted that, you know, some people out there need to know that this was not a no-doubt song. This, was, this yeah. was Talk Talk. Yeah. And uh, the album Laughing Stock uh, is an underrated album. Now, the thing about Laughing Stock, and I'm actually, as much as I love Talk Talk, I'm familiar with Spirit of Eden. I'm trying to think. Laughing Stock was that his? La- it's overlooked. I think it was his last album. Well, I know it was overlooked. And the, the the crazy thing about, if Laughing Stock is the one, I think it is. It's his last one. And what's crazy is it ends with him kind of like walking you hear him just kind of walk away and and it gets quiet at the end yeah that's cool and that's the last time he recorded that's pretty cool though so he disappeared into obscurity for years mark hollis was amazing he died recently and if you've never listened to talk talk you it's not some just 80s band he's just such a great he was such a great musician but uh you've probably heard it's my life and life's what you make it are two that everybody's heard yeah but anyway, Laughing Stock is the album. I think it is his last one from the 90s. I believe that is correct. And that is number two. And I would agree. That is a very underrated, it's overlooked. Like, it's like overlooked. It's like nine tracks or eight tracks. It's a real short album. Uh, number one, the number one top 10 most overlooked classic
0: rock album, according to thetop10s.com, forever
1: changes by love. Actually, I'm actually kind of surprised that something like Talk Talk ended up on here because. Though he's he was real respected. It's just you know, kind of doesn't fit in with. I mean, I don't know. Just kind of kind of surprised of all the bands. That well, the Rolling them.
0: Stones and Pink Floyd. Yeah, I but mean, I mean,
1: but but the the fact that uh, I don't know. I'm I'm happy that you know how the t- the top tens work, don't you? Very poorly. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, now I wish we had a Mark Hollis song to take us out.
0: Well, we got a Mark Patch song to take us out. Yeah, this song is called "The End" and is available on iTunes. Thanks, Craig. For what? For being here for, and talking. For acting like I know you. Thanks, uh,
1: everybody. Hey. Who listened. Join us in just like scant three days for another exciting episode. That's right. Oh, we never even mentioned the fact that, you know, we missed a whole week, but we had things happening. and
0: Yeah, schedules. Is, that. And that shouldn't happen again,
1: by the way. We'll talk well, about that maybe we'll, some next Yeah, episode. we're hoping. Aaron's been really difficult the past few <laughs> years. Yeah. <laughs>
0: Hey Pops, hope you're doing well. You know, Pops was in the hospital a little bit. Uh, thanks for telling me. Well, I was I was there. He was asking for me. Maybe. Hey. Yeah. How's Alan? Back up, you creep. That was for you. You're a you're a lying dog face pony soldier. <laughs> Much obliged.
1: Thanks, Mr. Biden.